0: G9, the Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast.
1: This Bob and Brian on Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. The Bucks don't here. stop
2: here. Yeah. I am the studio. The Bucks after don't stop here. The Bucks after. start here. I know what's up. <laughs> I, I know what's up,
1: John McLaughlin, boys and girls. He knows
0: what's up. Yeah. John, yes, sir. Your rookie year in the NBA was 1965-66.
2: Correct. He's been researching. He's yeah, got so, and he's I was surprised some. to find there's only
0: nine teams in the league then.
2: Mm-hmm. And ten, uh, and, ten so players yeah. on a team too. Yeah. At the time.
0: Okay. So, so nine. So there were ninety league, players, players in, in the, the NBA. Ninety NBA right. players.
1: They have ninety coaches on any team now.
0: Yeah. Right. Easily. Yeah. So your roster was uh, was packed. Your draft class. You you were drafted with Bob Love. You were on a team with uh, Jerry Lucas and Oscar. Mm-hmm. First uh, first rookie year. Mm-hmm. Talk about that for a little bit and what because you took the Celtics to. Uh, to the championship, right?
2: In, in the East,
0: it was. Uh, we were in the East okay, at that time. Okay, Royals and Cincinnati. Celtics. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I, I encourage people that of that have interest to just pull up the '65 NBA draft. Yeah. And look at the names; it's rather stunning. I think it's one of the top three uh, talented drafts in in NBA history. I was picked twenty fourth. And I'm thrilled that I was, but with 30 teams today, that's mm-hmm. the number one pick today.
1: And there's only 10 guys on a team.
2: It well, there's 90 no, guys in the whole NBA, and they're picking 24 new guys. Exactly, and and uh, I've had people that come up to me over the years after my retirement as a player, and say, wow do you think you could play today?" And a lot of people have posted online. I, you know, I couldn't play. You know, they're too athletic, they're too this. And I go, "Now wait a minute." So I, I came in when the Celtics had the great teams and you had West and Robertson and Baylor and all the great players and nine, 90 players and made 90, And you're going to ask me if I could play today with a three-point line? And I don't
1: know that they could come up with enough money to pay some of you guys that were around back then. Well, you know, you, Giannis
2: makes what? I don't know, 50, 50 million a year? What would you pay Kareem or Oscar, uh, who uh, were great? Well, I was just thinking ride. about you in
1: particular because you were a... Great shooter. You were a sniper from out there. It was yeah. when you shot. It was like, well, that's going in.
2: Well, you know, with Kareem, and I'll come back to to that, Brian, in a minute. But with Kareem, we played inside out, which is how the league played then. Wilt inside out, Thurman inside out, Wayne Embry inside out. You'd go to your big men in the post, and then they'd kick it out because there was no no three point line. Today they play outside in, and there's very because little of the post line. Pardon me, because of the three-point line, because of the three-point line, right? So, as much as I don't think it's necessarily great for the game, it's entertaining, and I would have loved it. So, I've been honest with you would guys. Larry
1: Cost- would Larry Costello have let you take in those shots? Three-pointers,
2: if we had a three-point line, he would have yeah. had to adjust okay. his okay attitude toward how we played. But he had Kareem, <laughs> so you yeah. know, we we had. 82 plays. The Everything
1: last... ran through Kareem in that offense, right? Most of it. Everything. When you brought he, the ball down the floor, he was option one. he had a one. couple
2: plays for me to get my shot. Bobby Dandridge, you know, Oscar you could get his own.
1: I don't remember who you guys were playing in the playoffs, but...
2: In the finals? Baltimore.
1: No, no. This was to get to the championship. I don't... It, hold on. Maybe mm-hmm. you'll remember when I tell you. Mm-hmm. Called a timeout. I think the Bucks were down one, down to like no time left. I mean, there's very little time left in the game. Go over and draw a play up, and everybody knows he's going to Kareem. He is going to Kareem, there's no doubt. Comes down to a last shot, you want your best player to take it, right? And Kareem is the best player on the floor? Do you agree? Yes. Comes out, draws it up. Everybody knows it's going to Kareem. It's a play to Cornell Warner. He drives down the lane. Nobody's there. They're all on Kareem. He dunks it. Bucks win.
2: I think that was... Uh, when we broke the Lakers' 33-game win what streak it was? on national okay. TV here in Milwaukee. yeah, yep. And and that's true, but I thought you were going with the uh, – uh, let me get my thought together here. Um, uh, 74 finals against Boston yep. in Boston game six when yep. Kareem hit the hook. That was a totally broken play. Nobody knew who it was supposed to go to. And <laughs> after the game, Kareem told the media he thought I was supposed to shoot. <laughs> and I, I – I, Literally was startled because I was taped from my groin to my heel with a torn calf. I couldn't jump, run. I was a decoy. Mm-hmm. But Larry didn't make it clear as to who it was going to, and Oscar just threw it to Cream and he made the hook.
1: <laughs> it's like muscle memory, there, isn't it? For Oscar, well, yeah, well, well, that
0: must have worked uh, a couple thousand times during the regular season. No question. Though. Yeah, of
2: course. So I'll go back to your your question. With my first year was Cincinnati, so. I'm drafted by the Royals, and I grew up 20 miles from where Oscar played in Indianapolis. So I knew Oscar from—of Oscar, mm-hmm. didn't know him personally, from the time he was a freshman in high school. He was a legend in Indiana freshman, sophomore year. Yeah, And so I—here I'm drafted by them and I'm going to get to play with Oscar. And they they uh, wanted one guard uh, because a veteran had been injured and retired— They drafted seven guards for one position in Cincinnati, so I had to make it. How many
0: rounds in the draft were there? You know, for a ninety-man league. That's a good.
2: I don't know. But you were twenty-fourth. I was twenty-fourth, which was a third round. Okay, because nine teams, and they drafted seven guards, of which one was Flynn Robinson, who was drafted the same year I was, came here and played. Uh, with the Bucks here, and was one of the greatest shooters I've ever, I've ever seen was Flynn Robinson. But he and Bob Love were both drafted by the Royals, but they sent Love to the Eastern Conference. That was before the G League today. Is this
1: how he wound up in uh, Chicago eventually?
2: Well, he, he then came to the Bucks, and he and Bob Weiss were traded to Chicago our first year for Flynn Robinson, okay. who came here and then started with me. Uh, that first year. Wayne Embry was the center, and the forwards kind of alternated and moved around a little bit. But in in Cincinnati, you know, uh, uh, my first year I'm making $10,000. Right, right. And w- we, we played Boston in the playoffs, and I had, a as a rookie, a pretty good playoff. So Pepper Wilson, our general manager, called me in afterwards, sat down. And he says, John, you, had a, you did a good job. We're going to give you a three thousand dollar raise. We're gonna pay you thirteen thousand. And I said, "Thank you, Mr. Wilson." Yeah. Walked out. Yeah, right. You yeah. didn't have. Wow. You didn't have attorneys. Yeah, and, and, right.
0: A, but three thousand dollars in, in, if in you're making, a bad year and, and jumping from ten to thirteen—that 13. had to be like. Uh,
2: I was thrilled, and 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 so talking about money, uh, the year we won the championship, I was making uh, I think thirty thousand, and I'd been an all star. Yeah. Three thousand
1: dollar raise. Would you stop and get an eighteen inch well, TV I, on your way see, home? Well, I went
2: to I went to San Diego and I got eighteen there, and then I came here and got twenty two, and then by the time we Man. got to the championship, I got a raise to thirty. But here's here's what I want to give you. So I averaged about forty thousand a year in salary of my eleven years, and today, if I just did what I did, it's at least twenty five million. <laughs> Yeah, A year. And and then I have people say you couldn't play today. Um, that's okay. They, they can believe that. But just let me give you this one. Uh, I was a 50-52% shooter uh, for my Bucks years, my 8 of my 11. And uh, the year we won the championship, four of the starting five shot over 50% for the year from the field.
0: No.
2: The fifth guy shot 49-5. It was Oscar. <laughs> so... I shot, let's say, 50%. It was about 52. So today, you're going to have rotating defenses and great athletes, right? So they're going to put me in the corner, swing the ball, the defense is coming off a double team on Kareem, rotating, and they leave me open for one. Let me tell you something. My 52% now becomes about 98% percentage. Yeah, okay. Because I'm open, one. Versus when I played... Jerry Sloan, Dick Snyder, Dick Van Arsdale, Tom Van. When they guarded me, they were in my chest the whole game. They got in my jersey. They never left me. So you're going to tell me I'm open for a beat, and I couldn't play today? Get out of here!
1: And you got the ring to prove it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You actually you want you want to go to that? Sure. All right. Okay. Let's do it. You you walked in and you held up your hands and you have two rings on. One is your 1971. NBA championship ring and the other one is the box. go ahead and say it, Brian 2020-2021 season <laughs>
0: ring, championship,
1: championship ring. ring there is a visible difference between the two of them just in the mine, size alone f-
2: almost, mine almost fits yeah. inside of but it but
1: you said when you came in you're the only guy in the world that has those two rings
2: yeah no one else will have them and Peter Fagan, our president, who is a wonderful guy, he offered me the ring. And uh, I said, thank you, Peter. I don't deserve it. He said, he was very kind. He said, the original book, mm-hmm. your number, you don't deserve the ring. And I was on the payroll with him as an announcer for many years, 43. So I thought about it and called him back sometime later and said, um, I do do want the ring, and I appreciate it because I realized I'd be the only person with both. Yeah, and he said, "Okay, they ordered it out and got it to me." And you're the only ones I've really shown it to. I haven't had it out of my house other than my family, and and I'm I'm thankful that they let me have this ring. Not that I would I wouldn't wear it because I didn't earn it, but uh, the fact you that no one no one way, else has John. both.
1: You earned it in a different <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, no kidding.
2: Forty-three years of
1: yeah, well, plus only so paid you forty grand yeah. over right. the years. <laughs> so <laughs> kind of, so probably... I thought you guys
2: would really enjoy <laughs> this. They, That's yeah. why I brought it here. I, those are, those everybody are cool. can see them.
1: I'll I like them both, but I will I'll say this: yours is a more classic look to it. It's it's got well, it's throwback. It's old school because it is old school. It was Correct. made in nineteen seventy-one.
2: It's smaller. It's, it's wearable, but it's big enough that people notice it. And so all the years that I wore it to Bucks games and when I traveled, people really enjoyed seeing and asking me about it and 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 that was a pleasurable to me that that I could give people that that joy
0: and it's a, a league the league picked out the ring
2: right so in those days. so in 70 69 70 70 71 72 73 so that's the Knicks the Bucks, and the Lakers have this exact same ring obviously with Differences it says Lakers in our where names it says box different yeah. yeah. But it's the same ring because in that day, the league provided the rings. And I think they only offered the teams like 15, you know, because we had 12 <laughs> players, two coaches, yeah. a trainer, and that was it. So the clubs had to buy extra rings, and they would not do the exact same ring. They'd put a different stone in it and there yeah. would, so that it wouldn't be a player-coach ring, which we appreciated uh, because the players and coaches should have one that nobody else has. Sure. And um, and back then though the league provided it, and then later they let the teams design them, and the league paid them so much for it, for it to buy the rings, and that's when they started getting bigger and and more on them and bigger and bigger, and now they're like you know you can wear them on your wrist. How often do you finger. wear your
1: How often do you wear your ring?
2: Um, I, when I when I'm still working with the Bucks and doing games and traveling, I wore it pretty much all the time. Yeah, not much around the city or the house. Um, but then uh, a few years ago, I just kind of stopped wearing it. Uh, and my wife gets on me about it. She wants wants me to wear it for when I go out. So if I'm at a Bucks game or something, I will wear, you wear it. your ring okay. or a MacFund Fund event. Yeah, people like to see it.
1: Yeah. Uh, hold on, Indiana fella. Uh. <laughs> You are you are an Indiana guy, right? I am. I'm going to I'm going to bring up a name and you have to tell me everything you know about this guy. All right? Are you ready?
2: Uh-huh.
1: Rick Mount.
2: Well, I had a conversation yesterday with a guy that's <laughs> writing a book. <laughs> Get the, I know I come this. who is Rick this Mount? This is
1: Rick Mount went to Purdue, correct? Correct. He from is Lebanon a, High School. He is a basketball Royalty in Indiana. When did he play? In the
2: 50s? Oh, no. He played after or, me. Oh, he played after you? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he was older than so that. So let me think. I graduated in 65. I think he graduated okay. around 72 okay. or oh, so. Oh, really? So he's from more, college.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Rick Mount. Yeah. Okay.
2: So I did. Yesterday, there's a guy <laughs> writing a book on well-known players from the state of Indiana that grew up in small towns. And he's taking it from the small-town premise and what it was like being a, a player in, in Indiana, especially my era, in, in small towns in Indiana when the gyms were packed out and everybody went in the school to the game and the town. And, and we talked about Rick Mount. And I said, how did it go with Rick? Because Rick was known to be difficult. Difficult? And he said he was phenomenal with him. He talked to him. Oh, yeah, hard interview. And and I'm going to give you a Rick Mount story in a minute. Rick Mount was a great shooter and a great player at Purdue. All-American, all everything. There's still
1: signs hanging down oh, in he, Indiana.
2: He's big time. Oh, yeah. The, you know, honoring you Rick Lebanon, Mount. Yeah. Home of Rick Mount. And you go through it on the way to, to Indianapolis or Florida.
1: Yes, Right. If you're passing through right. the state, you will go through the Rick right. Mount Alley there.
2: Now he played in the ABA briefly for the Pacers, but really, f- flamed out. Okay. And what are all the reasons? I don't know. But listen to this story. So, they have outdoor tournaments in that era in in Indiana that are outdoors, and there could be one to two thousand people at these. And and they had one in Lebanon. I'd just gotten out of the basic training of the Army after my third year in the NBA. I went home to gather my wife, and our, and we were going to drive to San Diego where I was signed to play. Okay? So I'd gotten my basic training, all my Army stuff, during the Vietnam era. And I was in a reserve unit. So I had nephews that were playing in this tournament in Lebanon. So I went, and I'm watching the game, and Rick's there. So Rick comes up to me and says, Hey, John, how you been? What's going on? da 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 and I said, great, I just got out of the Army. I I need to work out some. I said, "Can do you have a gym and something we could work out in, Rick? And he said, hey, can you come up here tomorrow, and you and I will get in the Lebanon gym, and, and we'll, we'll do one-on-one, we'll, we'll work out. I said, yeah, that'd be great. And from where I was to Lebanon, about 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. So the next day I go up, it's midweek, and it's an old gym, like, Bigger than Hoosiers, mm-hmm. much bigger than Hoos, but similar feel. So, I pull up and I can't park. There's everybody's on the street and all the, you know, there's like cars everywhere. So I find a spot and I go in, and there's there's Rick out there shooting, boom, boom, letting him go, boom, and there's probably I don't know a thousand people in the gym watching him shoot, knowing I'm coming. To oh,
1: it. oh, oh, okay. <laughs> So they the expected, like, out, is this like, uh, is this like people showing Rick up for the
2: gunfight at noon? That's what, it was the okay corral, yeah. man. And we face it all. So I go, well, wait. He goes, are you ready? I'm read, well, I got to get dressed. I got to put my yeah. trunks on. Sure. <laughs> so I go back, put them on, come out, people watch, watching us. And he's like, let's go. Well, okay, you're going to play uh, So it's just a one-on-one
1: game. You one-on-one, and Rick Mount.
2: You're going to play or going to play, you score you keep it or you're going to turn it over right. each time. To 21? Uh we played 15. 15, okay. I, and he said, "Well, let's let's turn it over. Not score, you keep it." Uh, if you, you understand that, I mean, it might be go over that a little more. Okay, so if you play one-on-one and you score, you keep it. Make it take I it. keep it until I miss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And whereas the other way, if I score, then he gets to do it and then
0: just go back and forth.
2: Back and forth. Okay. So we're playing now. You know, I'm not in great shape, but pretty good shape. I just came out of the army, and they ran me to pretty hard there. They mm-hmm.
0: do like to keep you in shape in the army. I've heard that they did do that. And yeah. might ha- not be basketball shape. But.
2: <laughs> I got a I got a story about that too. Okay. Well. So so he's out there. He takes it first. Boom. He makes it. Then I get it. I'm going in my mind. I'm going okay. I'm a pro. You know, he's still at Purdue. I'm coming out of the Army, and I'm not in great shape, but there is no way in God's green earth I'm going to let him beat me. <laughs> there is no well, way. A
0: 1,000 people watching. Too. Watching.
2: So, boom, he goes, and then I go, boom. And we keep going further, and, and, man, he had range. Incredible. So did I. And, boom, and we just keep going and going until one of us won. So it's like sharpshooters. Exactly. All right, all right. Who Who won? Would I tell the story if uh, I no, didn't. So, <laughs> yeah, I what was the with, final um, score? You played 15, had had no to fifteen and win by idea. two. No. Had, it
1: was close. You had to win by two though, right? You oh, can't yeah. just get hit fifteen and go game. Gotta over. gotta win by two. Yeah. I, but I, it,
2: it was it was so interesting to walk in that gym and see these people and he's out there letting them go, man. How That's, hard
0: were you defending?
2: Oh, I was working my okay. excuse me. Really? Ass off. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I that was a challenge. Yeah. So I I was going for it. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if Rick would remember that story or not. but Are you kidding? It's
1: practice. A thousand people showed up to see him play Johnny I Yeah, but may not want to remember that story. Uh,
2: cause I'm like, I ain't letting him beat me, man, well, even though I haven't been playing ball much. But... I've been sitting on that name since
1: last October going, I know McLaughlin will have a story about this he's guy a, if I bring great... him up.
2: So when they opened Conseco, which is where the Pacers play, mm-hmm. leading up to that game when they opened it, they had picked the 50 greatest players in the state of Indiana at any level, pro, high school, college, any level, okay. and then they did it in the Indianapolis Star, which is the big paper down yeah. there. They did something on each guy. 50 days leading up to that, mm-hmm. they invited us down, and I had an off night from the Bucks in terms of announcing, and I could go and wanted to, and they brought Bob Costas in to uh, MC it yeah. in, at halftime. And they gave us all these jackets and Pacer colors, but you know jackets. And we were all on the court mm-hmm. in a semicircle, and then it, within the semicircle was the big Hall of Fame guys like Wooden, Bellamy, Oscar, Bird. Um, I, I think Reggie was still playing for the Pacers. Okay. okay, and Costas did it. Well, Rick Mount was one of the fifty, and refused to come. What? Refused to come. Why? Because he was mad at the Pacers because he didn't make it. Okay. And Bob Leonard Slick, who's a buddy of mine who we've lost, who played at Indiana as an All American in the 50s, coached the Pacers and didn't coddle him, didn't, and cut him. And I think, and Rick was so angry he never came and he missed it. But I want to tell you this, the end of this story. Afterwards, they had us all in a big, big you know, like Coliseum. And people could come up and meet us, okay?
1: Get a picture, autograph. Yes. Yeah. Say hi. So
2: now you heard some of the names I gave you, but then also in the other circle were Tom and Dick Van Arsdale and 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 a lot of the Pacer guys. And so guess where the longest line was to meet that person. Of all those names I threw
1: Yeah, I, threw, I was I was gonna say Oscar?
2: You would think that, wouldn't you?
1: Oh, uh, John Wooden is it, really oh yes, Coach wooden. sure yes, of course.
2: Now yeah. my kids knew Oscar and knew some of the others. I took my kids to say hello to Coach Wooden. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> you didn't take them over to the Oscar line. You took them to the Wooden didn't have line. to because you The know, they Wizard knew Oscar of Westwood, right? They knew Oscar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But John Wooden. John McLaughlin's here, and you know what? John McLaughlin knows what's up. How I know have do more do coming know. up.